this next episode where we're looking at the report that has just been launched on freedom of expression and gender identity of transgender women in Malaysia. We'll be talking about family and the pressure to change. So let's hear from this one story that came out of, out of the research. Another respondent shared that she was under additional pressure from her parents because her sister was also a trans woman. Her parents saw her as a bad example to her sibling. Her sibling too expressed feelings of animosity towards her because of the lack of acceptance they experienced from their parents. Sonia shared, My sister actually, my mother actually is still in the process of accepting her because my mother says it is enough to have only one trans person in this family. Please not to. Because of my older sibling once said to me that she hates looking at me and she stopped talking to me for a few months because she knows that I am a trans woman. My younger sibling is now a transgender woman. I always receive pressure from my family actually. When my sibling is like that, people always blame me because I am a bad example and all that. Okay, so Katsu, what are the issues in the story and how, how does this reflect what you guys found in the research? Yeah, um, family issue is also uh, the main problem. Lah. Now, mm. bila, you know, kita bercerita pasal trans community. This is, uh, yang dua, the finding ni, yang dua orang ni, um, dia punya kakak ni, uh, memanglah dia terlalu depressed yeah, dari segi tentang the pressure yang dia hadapi ni. Sebab uh, ibu dia kira dah macam single mother lah. So uh, mereka semua duduk dengan ibu dia. So ibu dia pula bagi pressure untuk uh, awal-awal tu dia tak nak lah. Tetapi uh, dia tetap you know, hidup sebagai trans. Tapi adik dia pada awalnya uh, mungkin like dari segi pressure juga yang uh, di mana uh, orang berkata uh, mungkin tengok mak dia tu uh, sebab kesingan mata dia macam expose tu uh, macam-macam orang cakap the neighbors, the relatives semua kan so itu pun pressure juga so dia pun mungkin masa tu dia seorang tapi dia mungkin surprise dan uh, dia tengok kakak dia tu sebagai sesuatu yang uh, yang menyebabkan uh, isu you know, dia dalam family dia lah tetapi macam mana pun um, adik dia tu pun dah hidup sebagai seorang trans juga tetapi kakak dia ni like um, macam bila ibu dia cakap dia tu kan uh, cukup lah satu orang you know uh, tak nak lagi sampai dua orang trans dalam kita ni you know lagi banyak macam kutukan hinaan daripada orang family especially lah Ya, bagi tenganan supaya inilah kau ni tak kerti jaga anak ke apa semua selalu macam tu ya. so kakak dia rasa tertekan dan um, sampai dia pun akan bercakap maybe one day kalau dengan izin Tuhan kata dia lah saya akan berubah you know uh, back to normal lah dia kata dia uh, tapi mungkin tak dengan secara Uh, kata daripada hati dia sendiri lah sebab mungkin tekanan-tekanan yang dia hadapi ni dengan mak dia memberi tekanan lagi lepas tu tengok adik dia pula uh, pun ni 
Sentral Smart dia pun cakap kenapa sampai dua orang, you know, cukuplah kau seorang descendant. So all this kind of pressure yang dihadapi tu yang kadang-kadang buat dia macam depressed dan dia macam dah macam macam dah tak mau lagi macam inilah macam kita awal-awal uh, tadi cakap uh, disebabkan pressure uh, family, pressure dari luar, pressure mana ni pun dia membuatkan dia orang macam mengubah diri supaya dia dapat diterima oleh masyarakat bila dia dapat uh, inilah associate with the society and also dia macam tak menerima that kind of Uh, tekanan uh, dia senang nak dapat kerja you know sebab kalau dia trans problem nak dapat kerja tu susah kalau dia dia kata hati dia sendiri tu mungkin bukan kehendak dia sebab terpaksa tadi so uh, itu yang isu yang saya nampak tu and also sebab ini ada beradik ada yang twin punya ada yang kembar eh? yang kembar muka seras tapi dia dua trans tu pun pun uh, pernah juga hadapi masalah macam tu they talk to me uh, tentang family yang cuba nak macam dua-dua tu um, tapi dia uh, susah nak gunakan macam oh sebab uh, kau punya abang yang menyebab kau macam ni sebab dia twin kan jadi susah nak uh, nak ni tapi kalau yang adik beradik tu tadi mungkin ada orang cakap oh kau jadi bad example untuk adik kau sebab tu adik kau jadi macam tu So uh, macam boleh berjangkit pula kan. Yes. So this is a part of uh, persepsi family sendiri, persepsi masyarakat. So semua menyumbang ke situ dan tekanan tu makin selama makin hebatlah. Jadi dia orang kadang tak boleh tak boleh handle. So dia kena depression ataupun dia ubah uh, diri dia walaupun dia tahu itu bukan diri dia. Hmm. So one thing I notice is that this discrimination just doesn't just affect the trans individual right it affects the surrounding people as well like family like kat sukata mak pun kena you don't know how to bring up your child semua ni i think this normally normally daripada macam relatives you know macam uh, auntie dia ke uncle dia ke berjumpa eh apa pasal nak kau jumpa ni kau tak reti ajar anak kau ke kenapa kau biar dia macam tu descendant kan so this kind of pressure juga yang kadang ibu bapa tu uh, terpaksa juga nak macam you know nak ubah hmm. sebabkan daripada pengaruh yang luaran ni tadi yang terdekat tu especially lah kalau dari segi saya terlama memang ada you know family family relatives uh, even neighbors pun pergi tengok eh anak kau ke ni uh, apa sah dia jadi macam ni uh, kau tak suruh ke dia you know that kind of thing kita ni duduk dengar je apa yang dia so after that then dia akan dah uh, itulah kau, tadi kalau orang tu datang kau sembunyi kau tak payah keluar you know uh, nanti dia tengok kau nanti macam-macam dia cakap bagi mak macam ni macam ni so uh, itu salah satu pressure yang uh, dia hadapi lah hmm So, uh, Brina, do you want to share a bit more about the findings you guys um, got on this topic of family and pressure to change? And really, I mean, if you if you like to share your own experience, like how much of a difference does an accepting family make? You know, I guess the question would be the only faces that you've known since day one, and this same faces that. You sort of like find comfort, you know. You confide to, and and you know the same faces that like give you 
reassurance and love and attention and you know they, they feed you and when you're sick you know they send you to the doctor and your reference of your of family and and suddenly like you know when decide to come up to them and you know they say get out from the house or no you should not act in this way you know you are not being unfair and all that you know like how will you feel i think family support is like very important especially if you are if you're someone who don't exactly conform to the expectations of society lah you know if if you have your family right like your parents your siblings you know and 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 once you come out to them you know they sort of like you know at first they're a bit shocked but then after a while they sort of like you know you could try you know and after a while you know they would say that yeah you know you are still family you know you are, although you're sort of like different now but you know you're still family i think i think that's like a huge confidence booster like in a sense on the flip side you know if if your family is unsupportive doesn't see you as part of the family then yeah the depression sadness and stuff yeah this compound i also want to share um, you know uh, relating to this yeah the family issues yeah um because there's one um trans uh, i think in para also uh, sharing about her auntie stalking her you know apa dia buat mana dia pergi you know um, she try to like mengendap apa dia buat disendekan and dia tahu she's aware sebab uh, one day auntie dia cakap kau pergi sana tu buat apa ke sini tu buat apa so dia tahu yang auntie dia stop dia uh, and then report to her family tentang apa yang dia buat that one also happen you know this is part of the pressure yeah and also uh, one trans in uh, Melaka the father father dia sampai sekarang tak mau bercakap dengan dia uh, apa-apa pun dia tak mau dia hanya berkomunikasi dengan ibu dia untuk you know whatever lah ibu dia kira okey lah tapi uh, memang ibu dia dapat pressure daripada bapak dia juga tetapi sebab dia anak tu duduk dengan family dia so the father yang macam have a nilah uh, tak tak macam tak boleh terima dia and uh, she like macam feel sad about it lah you know the father pun tak boleh tak mau terima dia tak mau cakap dengan dia ada seorang trans tu dia dulu dia uh, tak ada kerja you know this and that so of course lah family dia tak ni so dia dapat pressure you know uh, uh, daripada family dia sebab dia macam tu sebab tu kau tak ada kerja this and that tapi disebabkan uh, dia sendiri pun uh, you know usaha sendiri dia buka salon wal kecil uh, tetapi uh, family dia suddenly accept dia uh, because of dia bagi dia support family dia you know it's like a pressure to gain acceptance for the family to put ada di kalangan the trans community uh, not only that trans in Pahang tapi zaman-zaman saya dulu pun ada seorang trans tu pun dia bulan-bulan mesti hantar cakap uh, sebab family dia tahu dia seorang trans and dia tak boleh terima sebabkan dia hantar you know the duit, the support tu dia adalah dia start to ni lah accept dia macam tu lah tapi I don't know uh, the segi acceptance tu sebabkan dia support the family ataupun because of you know lah uh, so ini yang uh, kadang-kadang isu yang ada dalam uh, trans community di mana dia kena macam dia kena rasuah family dia to gain the acceptance daripada family dia. Kalau tak, nanti dia, itulah bila you rasa tak diterima keluarga you, 
uh, you rasa tersisik, you tak ada support daripada siapa-siapa. Uh, memang the community tu ada tapi you know lah, uh, family support tu I think is uh, sangat penting bagi seorang trans. Telaga, did you want to add? So, um, no, I think apa yang Kak Su cerita tadi memang menarik lah because memang ada uh, hubungan dengan acceptance, dengan independence lah kan. The independence of uh, a trans person as well as an LGBTIQ person to be able to care for themselves, uh, to be successful, whatever the success may be, right? And sometimes this success is very subjective and relative, right? And and also being financially independent, I think that sometimes can like make family members feel a bit more okay in like allowing people to express who they are. Because like one of the assumptions that we have about why discrimination uh, takes place against LGBT people by uh, family members is because of the fear, kan? You know, these are all things that we have gathered through other research and like kebanyakan factors and trends are the same, right? Even though like it's in some other countries. But of course, like we should do more research with family members in Malaysia to like find out, right? Their perspective um, of like why, what is like, you know, causing acceptance or lack of acceptance towards their family members. From this research and other research, we have seen that a lot of times uh, family members memang they have a sense of fear of discrimination that, you know, LGBT people may experience, right? And as a result, you know, impose all these restrictions or conditions or like make people conform into these binary modes. And, 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 um, and I think the other thing that we see through other research as well is this overcompensation. This overcompensation is memang exist where LGBT people in general, feel like they need to overcompensate to like get some level of acceptance, right? This research, um, actually, one of the things that it shows is that what is the definition of an accepting family member, right? What what does acceptance mean? So we, because a lot of people talk about like, oh, family side prima saya, keluarga side prima saya dengan semua Tapi apa maksud penerimaan tu, kita memang tak ada definition, right? There's no Kamus Dewan Bahasa dan Pustaka LGBT that is defining all of these things. <laughs> so we have categorized acceptance into three broad categories, right? One is full acceptance. Full acceptance meaning family members accept without any condition. Tak ada condition langsung. But sometimes even in this context, the trans person themselves, the respondents, right, may choose to like impose certain regulation to prevent humiliation or shaming, right? So in 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 some of the stories that we uh, heard, like some people said that, oh yeah, my family members accept me, but when I go back, saya tak berpakaian macam ni lah, saya berpakaian lain, so saya tak nak family saya malu, right? And then the second category is uh, conditional acceptance, right? Where the trans women are tolerated, right, generally. So the sense of acceptance, but, you know, there's occasional pressure to change. Like every now and then, there's, you know, pressure to change, you know, right? and also there could be some condition imposed on how they can dress. So one may say, like, you cannot be too sexy. You can be like this, but you cannot be 
you can only be like that right or like much or people take it further right or you can be trans but you cannot get any kind of surgeries or medical intervention right uh, so all of these things actually in in a very deep way remove a lot of trans people's autonomy over their own body right because everybody has a say on like the decision that they make over their body right from the state uh, religious authorities family members everybody neighbors um and then the third category is non acceptance so this is macam ada penerimaan lah so macam like memang terang-terang kan so out of this research asian people said that they have you know acceptance right without conditions um although like you know in the beginning memang adela yang resistance and all of that but then people change so i think this is what like brina was uh, sharing earlier about the initial shock kan so it's just the initial shock that people experience where people need a lot of support right i think that's the missing gap that we are seeing if there is support and information i think a lot of the violence and discrimination and a lot of the aggression that people face uh, can be minimized significantly because like the information and and services or support system that's available could help them navigate all of these things in a better way lah in a more informed way and the other thing that i want to point out is that even though somebody may say of you know family saya accept saya lah family saya tak ada hal but that may not necessarily be acceptance lah right because for people acceptance could mean like or oh, my family allows me to come back for a year and like they tak ada hal they allow me to like datang balik singgah you know makan dekat rumah tak ada hal you know so for them that's acceptance right even so that even if they have to like you know change their gender expression ke benda for them that's that's still acceptance uh for some people acceptance is like full acceptance so even the un- the definition of what is under- uh, acceptance is very varied lah among the respondents so you're saying that for some folks just the fact that the family don't disown them is acceptance for them correct correct like like it's it's a subjective thing right Mm. It's a negotiated understanding. Like, don't ada hal. Kalau I balik, if that's itu cukup lah, you know. Like that's the minimum minimum level of and and for them that counts as acceptance. So if we approach it as researchers, you can broadly look at the three categories that Tilaga mentioned just now, right? Full acceptance, conditional acceptance, and non-acceptance, right? Complete non-acceptance, but. when you talk to respondents or when you talk to folks the response like they could easily say yes my family accepts me but it falls under the category of conditional acceptance right because it's because it's negotiated and at the end of the day people have a strong really strong connection to their families and they want to stay in touch with their families or it's a self censorship type of thing you know yes they accept me and therefore i don't want to burden them with backlash from the community or daripada makcik yang duduk sebelah kampung tu ataupun daripada you know kak ngah sebelah sana i think kan um this uh, one respondent dekat melaka and it will request to non acceptance and uh, also partial acceptance ni lah um non acceptance ni itu yang akan relate to um dia tak mau nak pergi buat report You know, uh, bila dia tak di accept and dia lari daripada rumah dia, 
So dia involve pula dalam you know lah buat sex work ke apa. So anything happen tu kena tangkap ke kena pukul ke dia tak akan pergi report sebab dia takut family dia tahu. Dulu dia sebelum transform tu dia masih you know masih lembu-lembu uh, uh, pun dia tak boleh terima. Tapi bila dia dah fully transform and do ni semua, so anything happen to her that will stop her untuk buat apa-apa report sebab dia takut family dia tahu and keluarlah masuk akhbar lah apa that kind of uh, fear dia dia uh, takut you know dia rasa lah so i think uh, uh, the partial acceptance tu pun like macam uh, pun salah satu sebab juga you know uh, dia at the same time dia nak family dia tak tahu tetapi uh, disebabkan apa yang berlaku kat dia tu kena tangkap apa semua dia akan kalau boleh dia tak mau uh, do something ataupun nak challenge contoh dia sebab benda tu nanti keluar media lah keluar ni semua kan so family dia akan tahu jadi this is a, a issue yang kami akan especially yang 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 sex workers macam uh, even yang bukan no sex workers tu tapi kalau dia ada dengan partner ke dia apa semua kan berlaku so dia uh, macam tak mau nak buat report you know takut family dia tahu apa dia buat dengan siapa dia duduk di sendet lah celaka The respondents, and it was quite clear from this research and also other research that we've done, um, you know, people are very protective of their families, right? People don't want to trash talk their families. It's easier mm-hmm. to trash talk the state and politicians than to trash talk your dad, who is equally as bad, right? Um, and and the kind of like experience that people have is very intimate, kan? Um, and a lot of times these experiences are so hidden. Because they are so like you know personal, kan? And you don't want to like talk shit about your family members, lah. Uh, and it's also very difficult for people to report these cases, um, because they don't want to see their family members as criminals, right? Um, they don't want to be punitive. I think in talking about this violence as well, that there's a lot of nuance and care, lah. I, I feel when talking about family. Um, I think the other thing that I wanted to add is that the restriction from that comes from family members ni datang daripada pelbagai right one macam kak suka tadi is the immediate family member yang kemudiannya is the extended family members right um and through the research we found a few uh, interesting trends lah one is the pressure to change gender identity and uh, expression and then the second thing is isolation and the third thing is loss of status within the family right so the loss of status within the family is quite interesting because like one of the respondents talked about like how uh, although she's the eldest person in the family um, she's not included in decision making like other you know elders kids love can they like macam tanggung jawab tanggung jawab you know and there's a handbook of like anak-anak pertama or like anak-anak sulung handbook of what you need to do right so she is like being deprived of like you know <laughs> fulfilling her role as this anak sulung and like um but no but seriously she is being deprived of like this feeling lah of um doing all these things right like being participating in decision making um you know facilitating family discussions and things like that and also she talks about how she's dismissed all the time because of a gender identity and this is something that you know if you look at her a full story is something that happens in many areas of her life as well and similarly like much at the workplace ke dekat dalam you know other types of interaction 
so being dismissed is quite a big thing lah that not just in the family but in general i think in terms of isolation i think this is there are many people who faced various forms of isolation right um i think one of the things that i found very interesting in this section a is how people lost their support when a family member when the supportive or accepting family member died lah or passed away kan mm-hmm. with that then there was a huge loss in terms of support system for people and and then that further exacerbated the uh, isolation lah and i think we did have somebody who actually uh, who faced serious isolation and as a result also attempted suicide several times i think the pressure to change is a big one lah a lot of people face pressure to change but the pressure to change is also not just limited um, by lack of family acceptance kan although it is such a big factor like even pressure from intimate partner and also pressure from employers can have an impact on like one's decision to change their expression or identity yeah i think because just to i mean round it all up in terms of findings as well i mean recommendations that we made in the report was that I mean what it all pointed to collectively was that clearly families have a limited understanding of uh trans persons and, and gender identity and gender expression um and sometimes because sometimes the the advice is well intended right it comes across nicely and secara lembut they check up bye bye they get macam gitu kan tapi at the end of the day it manifests in in making that person still feel ashamed baik macam mana pun komen tu Yeah, the person it still ends up with the person feeling shame and guilt for uh, for existing for themselves but also for their family members and so given that i mean one of the recommend the big recommendation at least for family members is to really learn and understand and inform themselves around the issues of gender identity and gender expression and the impact their attitudes have on their uh, family members can because otherwise it's so isolating and not not a lot of people they ingat kita cakap aku dah tegur dia tu sekali ataupun dua kali ataupun tiap-tiap kali balik dia balik rumah untuk raya or whatever family gathering kita tegur dia you know they think it doesn't have a cumulative effect but it does right so so really the crux of it is is about informing yourselves and the impact and understanding the impact of your words and actions on the the trans person trans people in your life so um are there any other recommendations for the section that you want to share um the what what sue said was great now um right. i guess like the other thing is you know the lack of family acceptance ni you know if we look at sally's story in this uh, report who is a 60 year old trans woman uh i think that really is quite heartbreaking now you know the resentment her longing uh you know how she feels like she was never allowed to be herself right at at 60 years old you know uh feeling like her friends were able to transition but she was not right so i think like we must look at this generational impact this long term impact and and all of these things but um of family acceptance but i guess the the recommendation for us or like as community folks or activists who are working in this area is that you know how do we deal with uh family violence right because this is a huge question it is so complex you know people have very complex relationships with their um family members 
do we always treat them as a perpetrator of violence and do we want to like put them all in prison like you know so i think this is something that for us to talk about right yeah go ahead sorry sorry no no uh, just to add on to that i mean i think the implication of our recommendation at the end of the report which is that family members should inform themselves is also then linked to where are they getting their information from right mm. um we really need to think about because usually when when you have someone who's queer or trans in the family and the family starts off with non acceptance or partial acceptance or whatever or feels kind of weird about it the onus of educating the family falls on the queer person dala you are already facing isolation and and like condemnation because you are outcast because you are different and then the person who has to educate them is you also you know and it and it can take a toll on people so as community organizers i mean there are organizations out there that are trying to create and generate resources for parents for family members how to be a supportive family member but i think it is important that if you care about the person in your family that you go out and seek those resources too granted malaysian context it's a bit more difficult to find uh, resources sometimes especially in the different languages kan sebab kita ni bahasa pelbagai jadi kadang-kadang susah nak cari resource tu because a lot of times your main resource mungkin kalau you if you're muslim you pergi ceramah you pergi apa sembahyang jumaat the friday sermon is not so very accepting kan doesn't hmm. encourage acceptance so kita kena cari we have to we have to apa mempelbagaikan the resources that are available to family members as well i think this is also something that you know kasu and i have talked about in the context of covid kan dalam konteks covid sekarang ni dengan isolation yang um, you know lagi tinggi is even more crucial for people to have all this family you know support services right information information support services and all of these things so kasu and i pun were you know were talking about like uh one of the things that members of parliament can do right because in this time of like not being able to move so far is like in their own constituency they must look at their constituents in dari dengan mengikut lensa kepelbagaian nila what is the diversity and what are their needs right um and also like look at this really practical thing that they can do right like one support um lgbt groups within their constituency right like for example there are so many lgbt groups in the klang valley like that need support right uh so there are many people who can like upscale this like what you were saying earlier kan um and also like i think this is a area where like you know uh, members of parliament can just one part of their mapping they can like collect better data and two like also provide better service and also then use this information to like counter like some of the um you know terrible things that people say about lgbtiq people in parliament right yeah that's all yeah katsu obrina do you want to add on this topic before we wrap up at this moment memang kita tak ada lagi like uh, some sort like a separate group uh, family yang uh, anak dia lgbtiq contoh dia mungkin uh, ada family yang uh, like kita cakap tadi dia memang uh, betul-betul accept uh, tapi uh, ada yang 
partial ada yang memang langsung teknik. Mungkin kita cari yang betul-betul aset tu. Like um, you know they, they have their own support group untuk advocate juga. You know um, sebab kalau kita sendiri saja yang uh, the LGBTQ community saja tanpa ada uh, ada kind of contoh dia dekat mana dekat US ada yang family punya apa dia call it P, P flag P flag macam tu kan so uh, at least uh, you know uh, benda tu memang tak ada bila ada apa-apa uh, isu yang kita bincangkan uh, jarang ada family trans kita uh, dijemput ataupun uh, untuk share contohnya tapi mungkin uh, kalau sudah ada the kind of support group, maybe macam Suri kata awal tadi, the kind of access information tu kan, access information tentang apa, transnisme, at least dia pun boleh advocate juga, you know, uh, sebab kita tak ada tu lagi, itu yang I fikir lah, sebab uh, I think the family juga kena ada, mungkin ada juga yang terima sepenuhnya, tetapi uh, tak ada, dia orang tak ada group untuk talk about it or advocate about it. Yeah, because I can imagine even if you are an accepting parent, it's it's difficult, right? How do you protect your child from an extremely hostile environment? Yeah, so a sport group is a great idea, I think. Yeah, all this one I pikir kan, bila trans, the violence happen, you know, either NGO or activists or the community sendiri yang ni, jarang kita dengar mak bapak dia datang and you know do something untuk defend anak dia contoh dia tak ada saya tak pernah tengok lagi so itu yang I, I rasa lack dalam kita punya advocacy punya inilah any last words on this topic Telaga yeah I mean I, I agree with Kak Sula like I mean the powerful The saying is very powerful, right? Mak aku okay, kenapa? Kau, kau susah apa, kan? Like, so, you know. So, so you know. Tak ada kata apa, bapa aku tak ada kata apa yang kau sibuk ni, kenapa, kan? Uh, that kind of things lah. Yeah. You know, aku tak minta duit. No, like, you know. <laughs> so, I think, you know, I, I, you know, because I hear this so much, right? But, I think that's the power that comes with family acceptance. That's all. Mm. Brina, you wanted to say something? I think there was like an initiative done by Pluho a few years ago. And they did this uh, event called um, Gorga Cool. I think it was quite a, 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 a good initiative because they brought like, like parents of like queer like children and then they come together and they saw like, you know, hey, you know, um, you're not the only ones, you know, and and there is a support network out there like because i can see there is like a lot of opportunities to to educate parents that hey you know like like your 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 child being queer is not something that's unusual you know it's it's also great that you know like these families can keep in touch you know if there's anything happen or they can just educate themselves and of like you know what to do if my nosy neighbor comes in and you know see shit like like well why why is your child dressed like that you know it's like Yeah, I think I think it's great lah to 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 have an initiative like that again, or to mm-hmm. just something to to do it long term. I think I think that would help a lot. Like having a large support network can sort of like help to remedy such issues lah. So I guess this is also a common thread on access to resources and the gap between urban and rural, and right, like these kind of initiatives we usually see in Klang Valley 
in English speaking or maybe Mandarin speaking spaces and usually doesn't travel out of these spaces, right? Okay, so thank you very much for that little in-depth discussion on family and pressure to change. And we'll be back with another round on uh, gender-based violence and access to justice. Thank you. Thank you.